It's Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Six to time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. It is a Monday. Let's see. Okay, Miss Mary. No, that didn't help, but I'll try again when I get to the first commercial break. I just want to make sure I can get into something, and the computer's going, no, you can't have that. All right. Interesting week this week because, well, Christmas coming up. So, you know, we got one week to go here. But this is very important that you listen to over the next few minutes here, next couple of days. We are in for some brutal weather, and I mean cold. This, according to Don Day's forecast, and you'll hear him not just at 645, but at 745, I'll have him on the air with me. And we'll talk about this. He used dangerous, that's a word he used, brutal, that's another word he used, and the worst cold blast since 1989. He also, this is Wednesday night into Thursday, Friday. We're going to have some seriously cold temperatures. And then, dear Lord, the wind chill. Okay, so we're talking negative numbers, daytime high. And I'm not, I don't mean like negative three. I mean like negative 10 or worse. The wind chills could be like minus 50 or something, depending on where you are. So, Yeah. This is going to be a rough few days. And for those people who are traveling or planning on traveling, not just air travel, but on the ground as well, did any of you see the movie Trains, Planes, and Automobiles? Okay. Well, that's what we're talking here because it's. I mean, it probably won't be that funny, though. But for those people who want to go and visit relatives and so on, you got to go cross-country. Yeah, now would be the time to do that, to get in front of this thing. Because when we hit, again, Wednesday night into Thursday, Friday, and this whole system just moves across the country. There's snow with it, serious blasts of cold with this. This is going to get kind of nasty here. That's why when Don Day starts saying things like uh, brutal and dangerous, uh, well... Now, I've got two stories up based on this forecast on the Wake Up Wyoming site if you want to see this. And also, when Don Day does his podcast, he does it on YouTube, and you can see what he's talking about because he puts all the graphics up there. So this is the kind of weather that we're talking about over the next few days where a front moves down through the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming, and then sort of turns and moves across the country. Now, for those that are, let's say, yeah, above Nebraska, yeah, maybe lower than that. Let's go from North Carolina up, that line, the Mason-Dixon line up. That's going to be a lot of snow. All right. Below the Mason-Dixon line, going to be a lot of rain and freezing rain over those days as this whole front moves in. My poor sister down in Florida will actually hit the 30s. <laughs> She's worried about actually hitting freezing temperature, and they might. That'll be the warmest part of the country. But most of the country is going to be caught not just in a deep freeze, but in a pretty good snow event, too. So that's what's coming. Now, today, not bad. 
tomorrow. Not bad. When we get into Wednesday night into Thursday, this is where you really have to start paying attention to this forecast. And again, if you're traveling out that way. So here's some of the details for Wyoming. Partly cloudy in the morning on Wednesday. Then it starts getting brisk and colder and, you know, high would be about for Thursday. Could The high for some people could be like 20 below. Add the wind chill in, and now you're talking like uh, 55 below? Yeah, like negative 55? All right. The exit for this, we get into Friday and so on. That continues, overnight continues, like maybe 25, 30 below overnight. All right. We get into uh, Saturday. It starts getting windy in Wyoming again. Yeah, there's all that drifting snow and so on. And regions around us are doing the same thing. That's when it starts moving across the rest of the country. Now, we get into late Saturday and into Sunday. Christmas forecast, by comparison, ain't going to be all that bad. Temperatures in the upper 30s, sunny skies, not as windy. So if you're looking for a nice Christmas and even a white Christmas, then that's what you're looking for. You want to go ahead and take a look at that uh, Sunday forecast, and you'll see for us here in Wyoming anyway, that's going to be a really nice forecast. But I want to emphasize, and so did Don Day with his forecast, for stock rowers, next few days, this is going to keep you busy. For the next few days, stock rowers are really going to have a hard time out there. Then for you travelers, once again, it's a good idea if you want to travel, especially if you're heading more in an east, not directly east, but more of an easterly direction. Yeah, The sooner you can get out of here, the better it's going to be because the traveling days get really rough as we get into Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The system is wide enough that it doesn't just come down, let's say, through Wyoming and move across. It covers a huge area. And that's part of what I was looking at on Don Day's map earlier this morning as he laid everything out and showed how big of an area this cold front covers. So a massive push of global warming is about to hit you. And I can't talk about this without saying, of course, and what's going to be keeping you warm over these days as we get into the negative numbers and so on it will not be the wind turbines or the solar panels you knew i was going to go there right that's not what's going to keep you warm you can just forget it what's keeping you warm will be those coal fire power plants will be the natural gas power plants that's what's going to be keeping you warm as we go through some dangerous temperatures so bad that it's a good idea for a couple of days. At least we're coming up on a holiday for this. So a lot of people have already taken time off. But for many of you, you can just stay inside. Now, when I say stuff like that, I always feel bad because there are plenty of people who have no choice but to go work outside. Those who provide the energy for us. For example, those who deliver our, our food and our fuel, they're still outside, right? And then, of course, there's those who have animals outside. You know, again, there, there's cattle and all sorts of other animals that they take care of outside. They have no choice but to go outside in all of this. So over the next few days, those guys are going to be busy, and it's going to be really, 
rough on them. So the word is out now in advance that this is what's coming our way just before Christmas. The only good thing I can really say about it is when we get to Christmas Day anyway, at least Christmas Day ought to be, by comparison, not all that shabby. Okay, a lot to cover as we get into the first week before Christmas. Coming up on 615 Wake Up Wham. Have you missed your favorite air? Sorry, but we had a budget. Join the conversation at 888-97-WOODS. This is K2 Radio. Six seventeen is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. So, Rhianna, for danger, global warming, or it would get really cold. Yeah. You mean it could be worse? And don't I always have to bring this out to remember? At this point, snow was supposed to be a thing of the past. Remember that? If you're just joining me, with us weather event with some temperatures again. Big time sub-zero during the day, snow, wind, all that kind of stuff. That's why I was recommending to people, get your traveling done now, because if you're starting to do it on, like, uh, Thursday, Friday, if you remember the movie Trains, Planes, and Automobile, just like that, but not funny. Welcome to the Church of Global Warming. Sorry, I I just came in to get out of the cold. Really, it's no difference as to whether the publicity is good or bad. If somebody's talking nasty about you, they're talking about you. A form, if you're wondering why are these cards online, it's essentially a cryptocurrency card, believe it or not. See, when I I wouldn't want one of those. But then again, I'm not thinking of this in terms of the Trump fan. There are fans out there who just really love this guy and... Wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-WOODS. is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Off we go to the icebox to talk to Frank Gambino. And, Frank, when I say icebox, I mean, just you've heard about Thursday's forecast, right? It's supposed to be uh, below zero. Yeah, well, well below, and wind chills and all that okay, kind of stuff. Okay, then, that you know what, mind. but yeah. we're going to yeah. survive that no, because we'll be in Wyoming we're survivors. We're going to stay inside, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so now, uh, I've talked to you before about dangerous Christmas presents and so on, and giving you a list of one. What's that movie yeah. that they, they always play on Christmas? You're going to shoot your eye out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I did, however, come across one that I completely forgot about. Some time ago, someone invented a very cool toy. I remember seeing one. It's a tiny handheld crossbow that shoots toothpicks. Really? What could possibly go wrong? Oh, yeah. I mean... And then... Can't kids just do spitballs like they used to? See, like, yeah, like the good old days. Like a spitball. the end of the pen. Yeah, Yeah, boom. Spitballs are harmless. Now, I remember these things because it turned out that they were really powerful. In fact, I've watched people shoot them at a tin can, and if you hit it just right, it actually sticks into the tin can. It'll pierce the can. Yes. 
So again, well, what else? We, what could, could possibly it could take, go wrong? It could take yeah. your eye out. Let's go ahead and hand this to some kid, or worse yet, an adult, some adult child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as they start to play with it when they're supposed to be working. By the way, these adults or the kids are supposed to be studying in school, and they're flinging these suckers around. Right. So that was a popular thing for a while, which I saw one once and thought, "Oh, that is a cool toy." And then about two seconds after I said that, I write it like you said. That picture, you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. In fact, I have a video. If you go to the Wake Up Wyoming website, there's a dangerous toy list there. There's a video of a guy demonstrating this. And one of the first things he does is he fires the toothpick at something, and the toothpick comes bouncing back at him. You can take your eye out. Exactly. It's a good thing he was wearing glasses or something. Oh, well, like yeah. That. Yeah. Then you probably, somebody is going to start harassing their animal with this. Oh, and then you can take their eye yeah, out. You see, now, if you got a cat or something like that at home, you know, right away someone's going to go, ooh, let's shoot Fluffy. You know, you know that's going to happen. So anyway, those suckers were taken off the market a long time ago. Who who invents this stuff? Um, you People know? who still, I, I, don't, I don't, you know. Yeah. Kind of like the lawn dart thing. Oh, yeah, pretty much, I mean, much, quite yeah. literally, people died, Frank. <laughs> lawn darts. All right, in men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys cruising right along the boulevard of mediocrity. They lost to Dayton in Chicago on Saturday, 66-49. Yes, star player Graham E.K. has not played all season. He certainly makes a difference, but you're not going to beat very many teams when proven scorers like Hunter Maldonado and Brandon Wetzel go 4 of 21 from the field. UW shot just 34% from the floor. Noah Reynolds had 20 points. Hunter Thompson also in double figures, but the Pokes have not even been close to the preseason expectations. They're 5-6 and six on the year. They'll play St. Mary's in Phoenix on Wednesday night. In women's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowgirls lost big to Nebraska on the road yesterday, 66-39. to Cowgirls scored a grand total of five points in the fourth quarter. They shot 30% from the floor in the game, and you're not going to beat too many teams when you turn the ball over 21 times. Nebraska shot 50% from the floor and outscored UW 20-5 in the fourth quarter. Cowgirls are 6-4. and They'll be at Wichita State tomorrow. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos actually won a football game. Wow, will wonders ever cease? They beat Arizona 24-15. the first win for the Broncos since since October, they're four and eleven. Backup quarterback Brett Ribbon was in there for the uh, injured Russell Wilson. He was sacked seven times, but still threw for 197 yards. Latavius Murray ran for 130 yards and a touchdown. And on defense, Justin Simmons had two interceptions. Broncos hit the road for LA to meet the Rams on Sunday. Also in the NFL, former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback and Buffalo Bills star Josh Allen was terrific in their 32-29 win over Miami on Saturday. Allen was 25 of 40 for 305 yards and four touchdown passes on a wintry night in Buffalo. Plus he ran for 77 yards. It was just an all-star performance against a good team. Buffalo is 11-3. Cincinnati's 10-4 after a 34-23 win over Tampa Bay. Bengals linebacker Casper Native and former UW guy Logan Wilson with nine solo tackles and a sack. He was in on 15 tackles for the contest. In baseball, just hours after the Casper Horseheads collegiate team announced they were going to cease operations, another team from the Independence League is going to fill the void. The Canyon County Spuds from Caldwell, Idaho will relocate to Casper with local ownership. The Spuds are moving to Casper to get closer to the rest of the teams in the Independence League. Previously, they were 14 hours from their nearest competitor, which has been Spearfish, South Dakota. So Casper will have baseball this summer after all and play a 60-game regular season that will start in late May. That's it in sports. Are they going to keep their name Spuds? I think they are. They're going to call themselves the Wyoming Spuds. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, now, well, you know, because, you know, Spuds, because in Idaho, there's potatoes. Right. 
So, but spots are spots. Yeah, but now, we do grow potatoes here in Wyoming, right? Dude, I don't know. I don't I have think to so. take a look at you. Maybe they so. do. Oh, well, maybe they do. I will look it up to see if they do. I don't know. I'm not aware of what farmers I mean, the sugar beet things here. look like big ones, but yeah, they're really okay. not. But uh, if they do that, then they can go ahead and keep the name of Spuds. Spuds. If not Spuds McKenzie. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's the first thing I thought okay, of. Okay, all right. So, we'll work on the name. They might have to come up with a different name for their yeah, I think they're going to keep right? it. Like, you know, just, uh, the dog will be their mascot. Yeah. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. We're going to roll into news time after that. National local update on that weather forecast, which, again, is important. Watch for the weather later this week. If you didn't hear my opening this morning, you need to get some traveling done today, tomorrow. That's the time to do it because after that, things are going to start shutting down as a major front moves across a good part of the country. Yes, it's going to be that bad. Let's wake up my own. Six of time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. It is a Monday. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Okay, um, I'm going to have to fire off two warnings on this one. Yeah, first, of course, the trigger warning. Warning. This show contains reference to guns, liberty, limited government, low taxation, the cult of climate change, free thinking, cigar smoking, short people, rubber chickens, Karen's bureaucracy, liberal buzzwords, tour runs, traffic, toilets, terrible jokes, and more. No apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being canceled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee, and feel free to participate. This disclaimer does not refer to every person named Dave. Just one particular Dave from San Francisco. We know a lot of Daves. They call this show all the time, and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Also, I haven't used this one in a while, but I need to. Sarcasm alert. In your face. Okay, sarcasm alert, because, yeah, I wonder if it's sarcasm, if it's true. I just came across this. Advice from a farmer, and it shows an old gentleman farmer here with some advice for the rest of us. Let's see. Yeah, your fence needs to be horse-high, pig-tight, and bull-strong. It's a good one to start with. But hang on, this gets better. <clears throat> Keep skunks, bankers, and lawyers at a distance. Yes. That's been true for a very long time. I like this one. Forgive your enemies. It messes up their heads. Oh, truer words. Never. Do not corner something that you know is meaner than you. Every path has a few puddles. That's a good one. Live a good, honorable life. Then, when you get older and think back, you'll enjoy it a second time. When you wallow with pigs, expect to get dirty. Oh, I can take that saying a lot of different places. Okay. If you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. Hang on. Hang on. Can we send that to Congress and the president? Because right now, Congress and the president... Or we talked about this last week. They're out of money. 
They're actually out of money, which shouldn't be possible because they've already borrowed like about $5 trillion over the past couple of years, and yet somehow they're out of money. And so they're trying to find a way to pass an omnibus spending bill before they go on Christmas vacation. If you find yourself in a hole, the first thing you do is stop digging. And say, always drink upstream from the herd. Smart. And again, that's something, don't just think of that in terms of animals. That's a life lesson in many ways. Letting the cat out of the bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in. Oh, Lord, is that true? And once again, if you think he's just talking about cats, you're not thinking this all the way through. And see, life is simpler when you plow around the stump. I also take that same advice for toxic people. Life is a lot simpler when you just avoid them. And I love the last one, grow food, not laws. I might just have to save that one. That's actually pretty good. Okay, in answer to Jim from Laramie and what I was talking to Frank Gambino about last hour, for those who missed it, yes, there are people in Wyoming growing potatoes. All right, on to the first news story here. Biden administration sues state for protecting its border. The federal government, by the Bureau of Reclamation, has issued a warning to Arizona claiming, remember, they, Arizona has been taking the big shipping containers that you see, well, that you see uh, semi-truck drivers hauling them, but you see them on trains, those. And they've been stacking them to make a border wall, claiming that the containers were within the vicinity of a dam that is also on land as part of an Indian tribe reservation. It also said the placement interferes with custom and border protection, and they they have a project to fill the gap, and they call on Arizona to further construct and assist remove remove the containers is basically what they're saying. Now, for those who are in favor of the containers, and I'm with you on that, let's go back to some other border stories that I have lined up for you this morning. So. Apparently, the Biden administration uh, was hoping that, you know, that there was all of the uh, Trump era uh, rules about crossing the border because of COVID. I thought that was kind of clever. The Trump, the Trump administration decided to just go ahead and say to Mexico, we can't let these people across the border because we don't know what's going on with COVID. And it was actually a judge who stepped up during the course of last week and sided with that ruling. One of the headlines I have here, federal judge temporary blocks Biden administration from ending the remain in Mexico policy. Uh, quote, it's common sense policy to prevent people from entering our country illegally, says the Texas governor in, in a case like this. But the story says... Let's see. Uh, talk about timing. Here we are five days at the time this article was written. From the end of Title 42, and a federal judge temporarily blocked ending the migrant protection protocols, a.k.a. the remain in Mexico policy. While we've all been focused on Title 42, uh, 
the Remain in Mexico policy has been in limbo. It's still there, but there's a little hope that this might be moving in the right direction. We'll see. The previous administration worked out an agreement with Mexican officials that require asylum seekers to wait in Mexico until they have a court date. So in other words, rather than bringing them into the United States, handing them a piece of paper and say, show up in court on this date, and then letting them go, and the vast majority of them never come back, just disappear into the landscape somewhere. In this case, they have to stay in Mexico until they're called over the border for their court date. It was called the Migrant Protection Protocol, more simply, the Remain in Mexico policy. This deal went into effect January 2019 to ease overcrowding along the U.S. side of the southern border. Using this policy, about 70,000 asylum seekers were sent back to wait in Mexico until there was a hearing. Now, in this case, though, if that Title 42 does come to an end, and the judge really can't do it. We'll, we'll see what the judges can do about this. But let's say they don't. It does come to an end. The, there's going to be a huge swell of people like you have not seen yet. Yeah, I know it's been bad up to now, but it's going to be a whole lot worse. A massive amount of people flooding over the border. In yet another lie, the Biden administration says, oh, we're ready for it. Hell, they are. They're now saying the border is secure. And you know it's not. So you know they're in no way ready for a flood of people if Title 42 goes away. But maybe this judge, at least for now, can keep in place the Remain in Mexico policy. We'll wait to see what happens. That's where we are right now. 7.15. Wake up, Wyoming. Do with the Wake Up Wyoming app. Free download for Apple and Android. This is K2 Radio. Seven twenty is the time. It's wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining us. I was talking about Arizona with the uh, the cars they've decided to stack up, and I mean containers. You know, the kind that you see on trains. Those kind of containers being stacked up as a temporary wall. And here comes the Biden administration threatening to sue. You got to take those suckers down. So Rianne from Four Danger writes. Uh, so the White House wants to punish people for trying to take matters into their own hands to protect their state or city or whatever. Messed up. Yes, it is. Now, on that note, you're reminding me, first off, this is where the Democrat mayors and governors start to have a hard time. There's what they say that they believe, then there's the freakout when it happens. Remember when some Southern, like uh, Governor of Florida, Governor of Texas, started to send illegal immigrants, just we're just going to pack them up, and we're going to send them to your city, your state, see what you think. Remember the freakout? Okay, here's the next freakout. One headline, Democrat El Paso mayor declares state of emergency amid border crisis. Story says the mayor of El Paso declared a state of emergency Saturday ahead of Wednesday's deadline to lift the COVID-era policy that is expected to result in more than 6,000 migrants crossing the border a day into an already overwhelmed city where hundreds are already sleeping on the streets. He said our asylum seekers are not safe, said the El Paso mayor. 
at least uh, especially cold press conference that he had during this. He said, we have hundreds and hundreds on the street, and that's no way to treat our people. Temperatures are going to get cold. This cold front that's moving through for us, it's even going to be cold down there, and we're going to get to temperatures where people should not be sleeping on the streets. The story says, reading further into the remarks, it seems like that he's unwilling to acknowledge that there's actually a real problem here. Well, he's a Democrat. He can't say that these people coming across the border illegally are actually a problem. He's not talking about finding a way to stop the flood. He's talking about treating them with dignity. Fine. But what do you do to stop it? What do you do to send them home? Like so many Democrats, story says, who have struggled to address the results of Joe Biden's, well, open border policy, the El Paso mayor is looking to ignore that aspect of it. Now, let's move on to another city. Eric Adams warns New York City's service cuts will happen to prioritize these people who will be flooding into New York City. So to the residents of New York City, some of the things that you pay for as taxpayers will be halted in order to handle the influx of illegals. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said, with the expiration of Title 42, the Big Apple may be forced to cut public services to prioritize and expect an influx of about a thousand migrants every single week in New York City. Yet under federal court, okay, well, it goes into what Title 42 is. We already did that. Our shelter system is full. We're nearly out of money, staff, and space. Truth be told, if corrective measures are not taken soon, we may very well be forced to cut curtail programs. New Yorkers rely on the pathway to house thousands more. It Well, it's uncertain at this point. Quote, there are no choices we want to make, but we, it may become necessary. Well, what kind of service is what I want to know? And I refuse to be forced to choose between new arrivals and current New Yorkers, he said. I'll say it again. We need a plan. Well, you're the mayor. How about this as a plan? I'm just going to toss it out to the mayor of New York as a plan. Don't allow them to come into your city. You can't handle it. You can't even handle what you're doing now. You can't handle an influx of more. So don't let them into your city. Especially because New York City is this island. You have an advantage there. You could do something about this. But all right. Story says in the past several months, New York City has already received more than about 31,000 asylum seekers. Imagine, again, you're talking about New York City. Now, there's how many people there are already? Millions already, right? Let's add another 31,000 to that. And currently has opened 60 emergency shelters for humanitarian relief centers. Thousands of migrant children already been placed in schools. The mayor admitted spent hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars paying to clothe, feed, etc., etc. Quote, the flow of asylum seekers into New York has slowed in recent months, but the total federal government has used to manage those. We see here, once again, they're talking about money. This is not as many things are just a problem of will you throw money at it we can handle it we can do this if we just had enough money that's not the solution and they're not even looking at the real problem adams asserted that new york city has managed this crisis entirely on its own not true they're getting loads of federal assistance 
Quote, and while the New York federal delegation has repeatedly advocated for funding to be sent back to New York City, many in Congress, both Republican and Democrats, have refused to lift a finger. Uh, Not true. Again, the federal government has said a lot. So now he calls this a crisis, finally. We need our partners in the state to acknowledge they have a responsibility here, too. Again, the answer to this would be, what if you didn't allow these people in? Instead, send them back home. Yeah, I know. For some people, going back home is really a horrible idea. They traveled all of this way for a reason. Things were so bad back home, they came all the way here. But we can't handle this much at this pace, especially. I don't have a problem with anyone wanting to come to America. I'm fine with people wanting to come to America. But we have a process, for one thing, set up to vet people for a reason. It keeps things like gangs and fentanyl from coming across our borders and diseases and so on. So we have a process. We also have a pace set up. So we can handle people at a certain pace. Because if you dump them in too fast, there's no way we can handle this. And it gets really bad. I mean, real bad. We're talking not just hunger and disease, but crime. And so as people get desperate, you understand all the problems that can come with something like this. So let's go back to the Biden administration and the Democrats who do not want to protect our borders, just want a flood of people to come pouring in. And yet, they have no plan to deal with all of this. Once they get here in these massive numbers, they have no plan on how to deal with these massive numbers. What I'd like to know from the mayor of New York, well, we're going to have to cut some services in order to handle all the people that are coming in. What services exactly do you want to cut? I bet New Yorkers would love to know that. So you plan to cut what taxpayer services to deal with these people coming in? He hasn't said yet. I think he hasn't said yet because he hasn't figured out what to do yet. He has no idea. The mayor of New York has no idea how to handle this, nor does the mayor of El Paso, for that matter, or many other Democrat cities and states where here comes the influx. Hey, guys, this is exactly what you said you wanted. This, this to me, if there's anything amusing about this, sometimes the best answer to a problem like this is give people everything that they're demanding. Let them have everything that they're demanding. And as they try to sort through the mess, they'll blame everybody but themselves. They can never look to themselves as being the actual cause of the problem. But that's what we have here. Coming up on 7.30, local news coming your way right after local news update on the weather forecast. Then you and I get back into it again. 7.45, Don Day will update a very important forecast for this week. Big changes coming. Wake up, Wyoming. Join the conversation at 888-97-WOODS. Seven thirty 
to six the time. Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Uh, into Christmas time we go. And at least we have here in Wyoming. I mean, that's a true Western Christmas. It's more like what Christmas is supposed to be like. Some states just don't know how to celebrate. It's Christmas time in California, and the deals are hot. Everything is 100% off. That's right, 100% off. It's all got to go, including the store, your job, and the community. Don't forget to stock up on toilet paper and anything else you needed or wanted, whether you needed it or wanted it or not. Yes, it's the California fire sale. Because California's on fire again. But this time, it's not the forest. It's our cities, downtowns, shopping malls, and neighborhood stores. Now, don't worry, since we've defunded the police, nobody's gonna show up. So get in there and get what you can before the store burns down. Yes, it's the California Fire Sale. Everything's 100% off. Take advantage now before the store burns down or the businesses move to other states. No refunds or returns. This offer not valid in Wyoming or Texas. Where if you try it here, you will be shot. Yes, since they don't have the police in California because defund the police programs and they don't really prosecute anything, then you can steal up to a certain amount and nobody will come after you. And they know that. That's what makes, let's put it in air quotes, shopping in California so convenient around the holidays. Now, you don't have to worry about, do I have enough money to afford Christmas? Don't worry about it. Forget about it. Of course you do. Just don't steal above a certain amount, and you can just walk out with free Christmas gifts, right? Oh, didn't see you there. We all love this time of year, especially the songs. But let's be honest, many of the classic songs we grew up with are just out of date for our time, filled with atrocious things like acknowledging differences in genders, celebrating the nuclear family, and appreciating traditions and history. Just like wishing people a Merry Christmas is obviously bigoted and outdated, it's time to bring holiday songs into the 21st century by updating them with political correctness. So we're pleased to introduce progressive sounds of the season, modernizing all those cherished classics you know and love, such as Silent, Mostly Peaceful Night, I'll Be Woke for Christmas, Deck the Halls, Fa-la-la-la-la Lockdown, Perfect for While You're Mixing Those Molotov Cocktails, Holly Jolly Protest, One of My Personal Favorites, The Little Looter Boy, Rioting Around the Christmas Tree, For All My Latinx Compadres Out There, Felice Antifa, one that's good for the whole family, all I want for Christmas is you, to wear a mask. I'll be homeless for Christmas, the 12 days to slow the spread of Christmas. I saw daddy kissing Santa Claus, oh come all ye hateful. Santifa baby, hurry down to Chaz tonight. And that California classic, it's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. We all have that one relative who's just got a disproportionate amount of holiday cheer. This album is the perfect gift to take that away from them and level the playing field. For three easy payments of $19.99, this collection can be yours today. But wait! Call now and we will throw in this tax rich sweater for the small price of $69.99. This is a one-time offer. Our CDs and cassette tapes are ethically manufactured with union labor and will most likely work on your government-issued listening devices. But let's be honest, even if you don't pay, we're taking your money anyway. I have Don Day coming up in just a few minutes from now. Here's a big story. Go to the Wake Up Wyoming site. Miss Mary will alert this out on the Wake Up Wyoming app for those who are getting alerts off the app. So the weather right now across the region sucks. Yeah, okay. You do not know suckage yet. Suckage is about to suck even more. 
as we get toward Wednesday, Thursday, which is why in one of the articles I wrote this morning, I warned people. Remember the movie, for those who are old enough, Trains, Planes, and Automobile? Okay, same thing, just not funny. So we have a front moving in. Uh, Wednesday it starts, depending on where you are, you, you eventually, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, northern, you know, southern Wyoming, and, and other areas around Colorado. It just moves across the entire region into the Midwest, into the east. If you had holiday travel plans, Monday, Tuesday, probably a good idea, especially if you're driving, but even if you're flying. Because as we get later into the week, that's when not just the roads fall apart, but airline travel falls apart. Yeah, this forecast is its on every weather service that I can find. I'm going to talk to Don Day about that, day weather, in just a couple of minutes from now. But that's what we're dealing with. And when we get to, let's say, Thursday, we're talking double-digit cold, like negative, double-digit negative temperatures for the daytime high, and then a lot of wind comes with that. That's the kind of suckage I'm talking, right? All right, I'll get into it. Don Day coming up next, 742 Wake Up Wyoming. Have you missed your favorite episodes of Wyoming Mobile App? And get your opinions straight to the studio with K2 Radio. Seven forty-five is the time. It's wake up, Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Don Day from Day Weather. Don, did you happen to see some many years ago the movie uh, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy? One of my favorites. Okay, I'm thinking what we're about to experience is the same thing, but not funny. <laughs> not funny. No, is, no, is right, and in the same place in the country where that movie took place. You know, right yeah. in the Midwest, Chicago. If anybody has a flight that goes through Chicago from late Thursday through Saturday, I'll just apologize now. Okay, get it out of the way. So we start off today with just miserable weather on a Monday, and Thursday basically is saying, hold my beer. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it is pretty darn cold, especially the central and the, the north and northeastern parts of the state. There's Arctic air that's already here, and with the snow cover that we have, the Arctic air is holding now for the south. There's a bit of a Chinook wind down around Laramie and Cheyenne. And so the south central and southeastern part of the state is going to be, relatively speaking, mild and windy. But you get up into the central and north, it's it's cold. But to your point, yeah, it's cold by anybody's standards. But the real cold really starts to push in Wednesday through Thursday. It's going to be reaching the Sheridan, Buffalo Johnson County area along Interstate 90 up there during the early morning hours of Wednesday. Moving through Montana tomorrow, it'll be into Casper by mid to late Wednesday morning. Then it'll be into Cheyenne by mid to late afternoon, Denver by evening. And then the Arctic air is just going to pour across the rest of the country, east of the Rockies thereafter. Okay. As it pours across, I've been listening to you use words like dangerous, especially when you talk to those people who have to work outside and their livestock. Livestock interest. I mean, it's been a rough week already. I mean, the past week with that winter storm we had last week has made it tough. And now we've got another storm a week later here that is more about the cold than the snow this time around. Yes, there is going to be some snow at this front. Uh, maybe about one to three inches for most folks as it goes through. But we're talking about overnight low temperatures 
when we when we wake up Thursday morning, parts of central and northeastern Wyoming will be 30 to 40 degrees below zero. I'm not talking wind chill. Um, and you throw in the wind chill. Uh, you know, you've got wind chills of 50, 55 degrees below zero. And we're not going to go above zero Thursday. We're going to be below zero Thursday night. We'll probably stay below zero in most of central, northern, eastern Wyoming on Friday. So this will be a prolonged cold spell. And, and those are the type of temperatures that if you're caught outdoors, you're not prepared for it, it's going to be a problem. Uh, and, uh, you know, livestock need shelter. Your pets need to be taken care of. You know, this, this is too cold for even the hardiest of your dogs. Uh, you know, the type of cold that's coming on in. And I remind folks to check on the, the elderly as well. Uh, statistically, cold kills more people than warmer hot heat waves do. Uh, and just to end your day on a bright note, a few years ago, I came across, this was going all over the Internet, a video where some reporter was trying to make the case with modern day automobiles. You don't need to warm them up before you go to work. Really? Where do you live? Florida? Because. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, we've, we've mentioned this before during cold outbreaks. This is when you find out yeah. if your car battery is <laughs> near its end or not, especially exactly. if your car battery is around four or five years old. Yeah. Get your battery tested the next day or two. That's it may pay off. Not a bad idea. By the way, who are we blaming for all this? Uh, yes. Yeah, cue it okay. up. All right. Yeah, just next couple of days. We really got to be uh, prepared for this. Off we go to the icebox, which will be warmer than outside, Frank, by the time we get to this. Well, that'll be a first. That will be. <laughs> oh, by the way, yes, we do farm potatoes in Wyoming. Oh, okay. Okay. And Chuck sent me a note here. I didn't know about this. From Klein Tools, uh, Model 3212TT. The construction spud wrench. The spud wrench is designed to work oil fields. So he said if Wyoming is going to get a new baseball team, so the old team is leaving, the new team's coming in. Right. They call themselves the, the spuds. spuds. So why not make it a spud tool that you use in the oil fields? And what would our what would their mascot look like? I don't know. Big wrench walking around. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure how this works. <laughs> I would love to see that, actually. Yeah, okay. I, well, I'll see if I can go ahead and find a picture of one to send and to the, And then when they can to... make the suit, you know, and yeah. I mean, if they can do it with the, the horse head guy from the last sure. team, they, they can do they it with can, the rest. Somebody can figure out. But anyway, we will have a new, you'll get into this, I know, a new baseball team. For those people who like to have their local baseball teams in Wyoming, fear not. Fear not. Men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys cruising right along on the boulevard of mediocrity. They lost to Dayton in Chicago on Saturday, 66-49. Yes, star player Graham E.K. hasn't played all season. He certainly makes a big, big difference. But you're not going to beat many teams when your other proven scorers like Hunter Maldonado and Brandon Wentz will go a combined 4 of 21 from the field. UW shot 34% from the floor. Noah Reynolds had 20 points. Hunter Thompson also in double figures. But the Pokes haven't even played close to their preseason expectations. They're 5-6 on 
of the Year. They'll play St. Mary's in Phoenix on Wednesday night. In women's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowgirls lost big to Nebraska on the road 66-39 Sunday in Lincoln. Cowgirls scored a grand total of five points in the fourth quarter and shot 30% from the floor. And you're not going to beat too many teams when you turn the ball over 21 times. Nebraska shot 50% and outscored UW 20-5 in the fourth quarter. Cowgirls are 6-4 and four on the year. They'll be at Wichita State tomorrow. The NFL, the Denver Broncos actually won a football game. Will wonders ever cease? They beat Arizona 24-15. It was the first win for the Broncos since October. So they're 4-11. Backup quarterback Brett Rippon was in there for the injured Russell Wilson. He was sacked seven times, but also threw for 197 yards. Latavius Murray ran for 130 yards in a TD. And on defense, Justin Simmons had two interceptions. The Broncos will hit the road for L.A. on Sunday to beat the Rams. Also in the NFL, former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback and Buffalo Bills star Josh Allen just terrific in their 32-29 win over Miami on Saturday. Allen was 25 of 40 for 305 yards and four touchdowns on a wintry night in Buffalo. Plus, he ran for 77 yards. It was an all-star performance against a good team, so Buffalo is 11-3 on the year. Cincinnati is 10-4 after a 34-23 win over Tampa Bay as Bengals linebacker Casper Native and former UW guy Logan Wilson with nine solo tackles and a sack. He was in on 15 tackles for the contest. And in baseball, just hours after the Casper Horseheads collegiate team announced that they will cease operations, another team from the Independence League will fill the void. The Canyon County Spuds from Caldwell, Idaho will relocate to Casper with local ownership. Spuds are moving to Casper to get closer to the rest of the teams in the Independence League. Previously, they were 14 hours away from the nearest competitor, that being Spearfish, South Dakota. So Casper will have baseball after all this summer. They'll play a 60-game regular season schedule starting in late May. That's it in sports. Sounds like Josh is really doing well. Yeah, he, had a, he was fantastic in that yeah. game on Saturday. I mean, he may be the MVP of the, the National Football League. Okay. You know, seriously, I mean, they're eleven and three. You know, they're thinking Super Bowl here. You know, and this is a this is you know a town Buffalo who had played years ago in four straight Super Bowls and lost them all. Okay, and, and so, lost and lost two of them um, on, on last second missed kicks. So, so they're, yeah. they're they're trying to erase all of this <laughs> bad luck, and, yeah. and and they're and they're close. They're getting so closer every you day. You are looking at really good potential Super Bowl isms. Isms, yep. yeah. Whatever the you Buffalo want to call Bills. If yeah. they, if they the can be Kansas of a City, they, they, yeah. they're, they're in. They're in. They're in the Super Bowl. I would, I would think so, yeah. Okay. Thank you, friend. Mm-hmm. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of here. We're rolling to news time after that. See, now, it was nice Josh Allen came along. For those people who just can't stand being fans of Colorado anymore. You have nowhere else to go. Now you have Josh Allen. You can go follow that. Let's wake up on Six to time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. All right, we'll do open phones from here on out. Triple Eight Ninety Seven Woods. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. By request, I got some Christmas stuff for you, but it starts with a special Christmas disclaimer. Warning. 
your host for this radio show occasionally utters offensive words like Merry Christmas. Some callers to this show might return the greeting. All opinions are welcome on Wake Up Wyoming, but woke holiday buzzkills will be canceled. In the same way, they are trying to cancel everyone else's good vibes. To our Jewish friends, Happy Hanukkah. And to the atheists out there, may the Big Bang be with you. And if none of that holiday jazz really floats your boat, remember, Festivus is for the rest of us. And for those people who have been requesting it, there's actually been several so th- so far this morning. Uh, well, of course I'm going to play it. And I'll probably play it another time or two between now and Friday. This is available, by the way, in the Wake Up Wyoming website, so you can share it with your friends. There's a funny fat man in a silly red suit Stuck in the smoke hole of our teepee There's a funny fat man in a silly red suit Stuck in the smoke hole of our teepee decided to have in my life after you know a lifetime of making some mistakes i realized that i just need people around me who have the sense of humor not only to write and perform songs like this which the gentleman who wrote and performed that song is a native american elder in his tribe and then there's folks like you who just think that that's hysterical and that's who i need around me 
and people there that get, uh, well, offended by every little thing. I just simply don't need to have them around. Now they're not bothering me anymore. Patriarchy oppressing me. I'm at a university. A student in gender studies learning about misogyny. Patriarchy is and I'm a man but don't assume my gender is all up to me. season. Yeah, I can go ahead and talk to Judy right about now. That's fine. We got to get Judy out of the way, not just because it's the beginning of the week, but to also make sure that we get Judy out of the way because we're coming up on Christmas time and uh, she just needs to vent before we even get into the new year about about a whole lot of things. Oh, and that reminds me, I have I put it over here. I just got to go ahead and edit it down. But I did have a song that's all about Judy, which, Judy, next time I'll have you on the program here, I'll just go ahead and play that for you. I just got to remember to pull it aside. It's a perfect Judy song. You with me? Hello. There you are. You're on oh, here. I didn't know you were talking to me. I thought you were still doing this. <laughs> it's hard to tell when I'm droning on, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, that song that you just played has been in my head for two days. Yeah. But that was and the was woke college kid. Was, that was the woke was, college kid version of the song. 
I love it. And, yeah. and I was thinking this morning that was the first thing I was going to ask you to do. And I told Mary to play the head explosion because I want to tell you about Cheney first. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are uh, eight chapters of an absolute disaster on uh, the findings of fact, according to their phony uh, J6 yeah. committee, comes out today. Um, her staff quit because the first six chapters were a joke. It was just a bunch of Trump dis- derangement syndrome stuff. And then the last two chapters actually addressed the J6 riots that day. So her staff quit. So when this comes out, it's going to be one big old fat egg that she lays on the public stage, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Okay. Well, what gets me, though, is it's not like this wasn't a foregone conclusion about what they were going to say, right? Oh, no kidding. No kidding. And they're building it up. The newspapers are all going, oh, Trump's end is near. Doom and gloom. The man is unelectable. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm laughing as as I'm listening to, I don't know if you'll ever listen to Steve Turley online, but Mm -hmm. He's, he has a pretty good way of saying things. Anyway, in the second part I wanted to tell you about is tomorrow night in the Chona County residence is um, the meeting for the county commissioners to adopt the new land use plan. And I have spent over 17 hours and a friend of mine as well combing through this and finding all of the really bad things. So if you're a landowner, I don't care what part of the county you're in. This is going to affect you. And we're going to um, pick it apart. And if you don't feel like speaking, please show up anyway and uh, give your minutes to someone who is driving a point home and needs the extra time. And it's uh, tomorrow night, 5.30, Board of County Commissioners meeting, third floor of the old courthouse. Let's show these guys that we don't want zoning. I, in fact, turned around to the audience one time this last week or so back, a couple weeks back, and I asked how many people wanted zoning, and not a single hand in the room went up. So what does that tell you? Yeah. Okay. So, so tonight's anyways, meeting, they need to be where, when? 5.30 tomorrow night, Tuesday, at um, the old courthouse on Center Street, third floor, in the big courtroom. Okay. Thank okay. you, Judy. Thank you. Yeah. Merry Christmas to yeah, you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. See, that that's why we hit the disclaimer there, because somebody might say that to me, and I might say it back. Ooh. 817, Wake Up Wyoming. The Wyoming Travel Network and Radio. Got something to say? Chat it on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app or call 888-97-WOODS. Hey, twenty-two is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Triple eight ninety-seven Woods. The phone number eight 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 ninety-seven W O O D. As like Judy just did. Doesn't matter what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Fine by me. Major cold front moving through the United States with snow. If you will be traveling to visit family, whether by air or on the ground. Remember the that great old movie, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Just like that, but not funny. That's what's coming. Temperatures for Wyoming, daytime highs could be like negative 30 or worse. Wind chills far beyond that. Ladies and gentlemen, with the only hit song he thinks he ever had, Al Gore. You're driving a big car. 
I come on your radio I say the end's close You just say no I say it's global warming But you call me a liar But this planet's on fire So temperatures that cold and don't forget with the snow that's coming our way and the snow that's on the ground right now. That prediction that was made in the year 2000 that snow is a thing of the past. It'll be such a rare event that when it happens you'll have to explain it to your kids well please go out there and explain what's on the ground right now to your kids they don't understand they're really confused well they're confused about a lot of things because of the so-called woke left and apparently the weather too and how that works and then make sure when more snow comes this week you explain it now another story i'm going to spend more time on it later this week so there was a article a story which i bring up every so often whether a weather like the event like this comes through they were trying to convince you those on the left not to warm up your cars in the winter time yeah you don't need it anymore well i older automobiles because of the way we built the engines back then you had to warm them up but today you don't need to warm up your car besides it'll warm up by the time you get to work you're good and I had made a video that countered the video they put on YouTube that explained why all of that was nonsense. Fogging over the window, you know, and, and other problems that come with. And I've had mechanics call in and go, oh, no, 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 you really want to warm up your car. And they explained why, even with a modern engine, but especially when temperatures get as cold as you're getting later this week. So I will cover that a little bit later on in this week when we get temperatures that are a daytime high of Sub-Zero. Welcome to the Church of Global Warming. Uh, sorry, I, I just came in to get out of the cold. You don't, you don't mind, do you? Well, you know, the cold outside is due to global warming. Wait, wasn't this the same church that said that this part of the world was going to be a sandy desert by now? Global warming works in mysterious ways. Right, kind of like God works in mysterious ways. Hey, hey, careful how you talk about the Obama. You know, I, I think I'll just wait outside and suffer in the driving blizzard. Besides, it's freezing cold in here. That's because global warming froze over the wind turbine blades in the clouds. And snow and ice cover the solar panels, you idiot! Now, two stories that I have on this. One of them is climate lockdowns coming to a city near you is the headline. And I will get into that more also. because it, That's something that every so often a little bit and piece of that story pops up. The little bit I have in front of me sounds crazy, but just like they had COVID lockdowns, there are those in Europe who are talking about closing down not just the cities but farms and so on because they want to stop climate change. And if we can just make everybody stay home for a while. Yeah, the climate activists from the cult of climate change were thrilled at the idea of COVID lockdowns. Well, why can't we do that? And they're going to try. But then there's also this. This is a really important story for us to get into. Let's go to Germany real quick. I've told you about Germany with their wind and solar programs that long before Russia invaded Ukraine, they were already having problems with wind and solar providing reliable energy. And they were already turning on their nuclear plants and their coal plants. Latest headline, 
German energy fantasies are bleeding cash and failing fast. Story in front of me says in the coming decade, the European energy system is expected to become increasingly reliant on non-dispatchable generation such as wind and solar power. Under such a so-called renewable energy scenario, a better characterization of the extreme weather conditions. Well, I can't even pronounce the language. I can't. No, it's in German. I can't pronounce it. But anyway, they're talking about wind and solar in your country having problems, not just providing the energy, but also going bankrupt. Remember what I told you? When the subsidies run out, these things are not profitable. Story says, and, and Wyoming, among other states, need to pay attention to this. Wind energy is supposed to be in step and play a key role in supplying Germany with energy and other sources, should other sources get cut off. However, Nordex is closing its plant, sliding deep into the red. This, they provide wind and solar farms, and they're going bankrupt. The German government aims to solve the country's massive energy woes by doubling wind energy output over the next decade. But who are they going to get to build it? Because the manufacturing companies in Germany are not profitable unless... They are heavily subsidized. Coal, on the other hand, coal power plants are actually making a comeback and are profitable in Germany. So this is where the German people, the German government, German people need to pay close attention as to what actually is going to help them get through. That same time that we're having this serious winter event this week, they're going to be having it for the same reasons going to hit both of us same time and it won't be wind and solar keeping us warm local news update on your weather forecast that's up next wake up wyoming you may wake up wyoming with glenn woods on k2 radio join in at 888-97-WOODS or the wake up wyoming mobile app Thirty-six of the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Our right, triple eight ninety-seven Woods. The phone number eight 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 ninety-seven W O O D S. Well, one more thing on the climate change front. Then I got other news for you. That's not so related to that. And unless something really big happens, the news just gets lighter as we get closer to Christmas because you know Christmas. So, but here's one. I just thought this. Some people. I okay. So Mitt Romney. Remember now, Mitt Romney is the guy who was governor of Massachusetts who gave us Romney care that became Obamacare. That Mitt Romney. If you want to know what a rhino, Republican in name only, looks like, well, look up rhino in the dictionary. And besides the animal with a horn on its head, you'll also see a picture of Mitt Romney for Republican in name only. How he's allowed to be a member of the Republican Party, I don't know. And why he was allowed to run as a presidential candidate on the Republican ticket, I don't know. And I'll, I'll just be really honest with you, and I think I've been 
completely vindicated on this. When Romney was running for president, I said to my Republican friends, I'm voting third party. And they said, but 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 Obama will win if, if enough people if you and, and I love this because it's it, it's about the funniest thing I ever heard is, well, a vote for for a third party is a vote for Obama. No, they don't give my vote to Obama. Well, you're not helping helping Romney at all. You're not helping the Republicans. Now, here were my choices. My choices were the guy who gave us Romney care that became Obamacare or the guy who gave us Obamacare. Or to put it another way with Mitt Romney, my choices were Obama, who is a Democrat, who says that he's a Democrat, or Romney, who is a Democrat that says he's a Republican. Either way, I'm getting the same Democrat running, okay? So I can vote for the Democrat running as a Democrat or the Republican, actually the Democrat who's running as a Republican. Those were my choices. I voted third party. And I said to the Republican Party at the time, you can have my vote anytime you want. Get me a true conservative, not this Mitt Romney guy. Now, there were those people on the Republican ticket or Republican Party members, if you will, friends of mine who really gave me a lot of grief about that. These days, I like to poke back at them. Hey guys, was I right? Mitt Romney now is Senator and I don't know how he keeps the job. I don't know how he's allowed to keep his Republican ticket. Honestly, if I could, I would grab his Republican card and rip it up. But all right, here's the latest headline. Mitt Romney, to the rescue of our climate. He supports a carbon tax to reduce temperatures. Laments that Democrats missed the opportunity to enact a carbon tax. That's your Republican Mitt Romney. He wants a carbon tax. Romney, quote, the folks at MIT, as you probably know, built a model saying, okay, What's the thing that we do to actually reduce emissions, reduce temperatures, or hold temperatures from going up as fast as they have? What can we do? He says, and the number one thing, frankly, the only thing that had a major impact was to actually put a price on carbon. The carbon tax, he says, either through, uh, through and through a wholesale mechanism, but carbon tax or some kind of price on carbon with a broader adjustment on taxes. That's the only thing that will have significant impact. Romney laments Democrats, quote, missed the opportunity to put in place a carbon tax. That's a quote. Quote, they could have done, they could have done it. It was an opportunity that they missed and will be sorry for a long time. That is your Mitt Romney. And he's allowed to continue on as a member of the Republican Party. How? I don't know. But we continue with this idea that CO2 is some kind of a pollutant and that if we imagine a carbon tax on everything that you do, because it's not just the vehicle you drive, it's everything you do. By the way, I would like to see that people who drive electric vehicles 
If you're going to charge me a carbon tax for driving an internal combustion engine, then I would like people who drive electric vehicles to be charged a carbon tax. Now, some of them might say, but my vehicle is zero emissions. The hell it is. Let's take a look at the emissions to create it, to dispose of it, but also the emissions created every time you charge your vehicle, which is a coal-powered car. By the way, I posted this on my social media. There's a guy somewhere in America. Where, oh, he's in Utah. His license plate says Utah. See if I can get a little bit closer. No, nope, just says Utah. It's the best I can see. What's a vanity plate? And his vanity plate on his Tesla says coal power. So here's a guy who's being at least honest about it. He's driving a Tesla, but he is smart enough and also has the sense of humor to go ahead and, and honest enough to admit what he's really doing, which is driving a coal power car. But let's get back real quick here to Mitt Romney. Well, this is what we have to do. As if CO2 is a pollutant, as if all we have to do is just reduce. This is something that always gets me when it comes to the science of this. The very idea that all you have to do is just dial back CO2 a little bit. It's like a thermostat in your house. You just adjust the thermostat. Just go adjust the CO2 thermostat. And with just the right amount of CO2, somehow or other, the planet's climate stabilizes. And we never have bad weather again. Oh, please. The Chevy Volt is upstairs. We'll be able to take a look at it. So what's charging the, the batteries right now? What, where, where's, what's the source of a... Well, like, here. Is it? It's coming from the building. I mean, is it... Um, what's our mix of power? Oh, actually, Lansing feeds the building. So I don't, I don't know... They're... Uh, I bet they're a bit of coal. Oh, they're heavy on natural gas, aren't they? Yeah, right now, the car is charging off of your grid. Right. It would be charging off uh, our grid, which is nine, about 95%. Coal. About 95% coal. Gas powered, diesel powered. But have you ever considered driving a coal powered car? Yes, overpriced, heavily subsidized. Electric cars are available now. I'm sure they'll take all night to charge, and they don't get anywhere near the mileage a gas powered vehicle gets. And those toxic batteries made from rare earth minerals. Well, but by driving an all-electric car, you're supporting one of America's most important industries, coal. That's because coal is used to generate 49% of America's electricity. Petroleum and nuclear produce most of the rest. Hydroelectric only produces 7%. Those so-called renewable energies, which take more mining for rare earth minerals, leaves toxic chemicals as a byproduct and toxic batteries. And let's not forget those wind turbines killing about an estimated 500,000 birds a year in North America alone. Well, they only produce about 2% of America's energy. That's why we encourage you to start driving coal today. The coal is plentiful and cheap. And by driving a coal-powered car, you'll be helping to fight the Obama administration's war on coal. So go on, buy an electric car, support a great American industry, and drive coal. Admit it, you were hoping somebody would say that. Have you missed your favorite efforts to save Wyoming from boring morning radio? That man is Glenn Woods. This is Wake Up Wyoming on K2 Radio.
48 to time. Off to the icebox we go. Frank Gambino waiting by. So, Frank, there's, according to Cowboy State Daily, a Wyoming biologist that made a grizzly-proof suit. Um, was this the guy that they're hammering with a stick? Yes. Uh, oh, and then uh, yeah. he actually it's not grizzly-proof? Well, okay, he said it probably wouldn't have worked, so he blew it up. Right, yeah. yeah okay, so, he, so somebody he's... was pounding him with like a big log or something. Yeah. It's a test of strength, and then right. it turns out it, no. it probably wouldn't have worked. No, I would say the only grizzly-proof suit is if you can get a suit that, like, um, Iron Man was wearing in all the movies that you saw there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, Maybe... or, or like a Sherman tank. Yeah, That okay, okay. So if someone pulled up in a military-style tank, like Abrams, would it be yeah, yeah. better with that top I, I, armor? I, I, I think it may be grizzly-proof, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. Because the, this guy's grizzly-proof suit, I looked at it and I thought, first off, I don't think I could see. Second, I don't know how I'm supposed to move in that thing. Yeah. What, what, you, what, are, you, what are you looking to do? Yeah, how am I supposed to enjoy the great outdoors if I'm walking around in that thing? That's not going to work there. I'm, I think that guy had too many Bud Lights. Yeah, and it's a hot summer day. Now, I mean, if it's wintertime, that's probably nice and snug and tight. But during the hot summer day, I'm supposed to be walking around in this big thing. And it, for people, I want you to picture like a hockey goalie on <laughs> pretty, mega steroids. <laughs> that's about what it, what yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would not, absolutely would not work. So I would say the best way to enjoy watching a grizzly bear, this is, I'm going out on the limb, Frank, correct me if I'm wrong, from inside your car. That, that would be a good start. Yeah, windows up, and don't forget to lock the doors, because as yeah, I demonstrated... They, they know, yeah. So. They know how to open doors. They've watched us do it. They figured it out. Just stay there and enjoy. But no, a grizzly suit... I don't even know how no. you're supposed to walk around or anything. Know, it, but it, it's not going to be on anybody's Christmas list, I can no, tell you I that. give the guy credit for this much. Since he admitted it wouldn't work, he blew it up. <laughs> Two points for that one. In the National Football League from yesterday, the Denver Broncos actually won a football game. Well, wonders ever cease. They beat Arizona 24-15. It was the first win for this will-be-gone franchise since October. So they are now 4-11. Backup quarterback Brett Rippon was in there for the injured Russell Wilson, who was in concussion protocol and was sacked seven times. However, he did throw for 197 yards. Tavius Murray ran for 130 yards and a touchdown on defense. Justin Simmons had two interceptions. Broncos hit the road for L.A. to meet the Rams on Sunday. Also in the NFL, former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback and Buffalo Bills star Josh Allen was terrific in their 32-29 win over Miami on Saturday. Allen 25 of 40 for 305 yards and four touchdown passes on a wintry night in Buffalo, plus he ran the ball for 77 yards. It was an all-star performance against a good team, so Buffalo's 11-3. Cincinnati is 10-4 after a 34-23 win over Tampa Bay. Bengals linebacker Casper Native and former UW guy Logan Wilson with nine solo tackles and a sack. He was in on 15 tackles for the contest. In men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys just mediocre so far. They lost to Dayton in Chicago on Saturday 66-49, so they are 5-6 and six on the year. Yes, star player Graham E.K. hasn't played all season, but he, makes, and he would make a big difference, but you're not going to beat very many teams when your other proven scorers like Hunter Maldonado and Brandon Wenzel go combined a 4 of 21 from the field. UW shot 34% from the floor. Noah Reynolds had 20 points. And yes, the Pokes have, haven't even been close to playing to their preseason expectations. So at 5 and 6 on the year, they'll play St. Mary's in Phoenix on Wednesday night. In women's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowgirls lost big to Nebraska on the road yesterday, 66-39. to 39. Cowgirls scored a grand total of 5 points in the fourth quarter and shot just 30% from the floor. And 
You're not going to beat too many teams when you turn the ball over 21 times. Nebraska shot 50% from the field and outscored UW 20-5 in the fourth quarter. Cowgirls are 6-4. and four. They'll be at Wichita State tomorrow. And in baseball, just hours after the Casper Horseheads collegiate team announced that they were going to seize operations, another team from the Independence League will fill the void. The Canyon County Spuds from Caldwell, Idaho will relocate to Casper with local ownership. Spuds are moving to Casper to get close to the rest of the teams in the Independence League. Previously, they were about 14 hours from the nearest competitor. So Casper will have baseball after all this summer. They'll play a 60-game regular season starting in late May, lasting until the mid, the early part of August. That's it in sports. I remember when I was living in Tampa, and the Tampa Bay Bucks were 0 for two decades. Yeah. And then one day, I watched everybody showing up for work, and they all looked like they were very shocked, stunned, bewildered. They actually won a game. Yes. I, that's a, I asked them, what happened? We won. Whoa. Really? How did that happen? Yeah, well, how did that <laughs> Kicked a field goal at the last minute, and uh, one point, we won by one oh, point. Oh, there is so, a God. Wow. Okay. So imagine how many people got up and went home early. <laughs> and they missed the best part. Yeah, that's right. We won. Hang out to the last beer is served. You might see something interesting. <laughs> see, there right? you go. All right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. Nine o'clock is going to be open phones. Triple eight ninety seven Woods eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Talking about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Fine, I'll roll with it. Wake up, Wyoming. Six the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. It is a Monday. Triple eight ninety seven Woods the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. One week to Christmas time. Warning: Your host for this radio show occasionally utters offensive words like "Merry Christmas." Some callers to this show might return the greeting. All opinions are welcome on Wake Up Wyoming, but woke holiday buzzkills will be canceled. In the same way, they are trying to cancel everyone else's good vibes. To our Jewish friends, happy Hanukkah. And to the atheists out there, may the Big Bang be with you. And if none of that holiday jazz really floats your boat, remember, best of us is for the rest of us. Merry Christmas! And I've already had a caller today wish me a Merry Christmas. So if that offends you, don't care. By the way, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I found out there the trailer for Die Hard, the Christmas movie. It's Christmas. This is John. Nice beer. He just wants to spend Christmas with the family. Is Daddy coming home with you? We'll see what Santa and Mommy can do. But when he gets stuck at the office party... Merry Christmas! It'll be a holiday... Merry Christmas! He'll never forget. This Christmas, it's a time of miracles, so be of good cheer. Only John can drive somebody that crazy. Get ready to jingle some bells and deck the halls with boughs of Holy! Bruce.
Bruce Willis. Went to the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. Alan Rickman. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, Together in the greatest Christmas story ever told. I got some bad news for you, Dwayne. <laughs> Hans. Booby. Eat it, Harvey. Yeah! Holy shit. I'm starting to get a bad feeling up here. Merry Christmas. Die Hard. This is their idea of Christmas. I gotta be here for New Year's. <laughs> Say Christmas movie all along. Hi, Nancy. How you been? Oh, pretty good, considering my age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I want to talk about the weather. Okay. You know, the coldest I was ever out in was 52 below zero in Wyoming. Wow. And it was over at Lake Hattie, that's a little ways from Laramie. Okay. It was so cold, the ice was popping like shotguns. It was like wow. being in a battlefield. So I decided I wanted to go outside a few minutes. My parents owned the cabin over there. That's why I was there. Anyway, I got bundled up, stepped out the door, and it was so cold it hurt to breathe. My lungs were starting to freeze after two or three breaths. So I went right back in, and the next day it wasn't too bad, so I went ice skating. But uh, for all the new people in Wyoming, never put your Arctic clothes away. Keep your little snow shovel in the car. Car chains if you got them. And everything you need to survive. And if you're ever caught in a blizzard, do not open your car door. Right. And if your face hurts, stay inside. That's right. That's usually a good idea. <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas. All right. And, Merry Christmas to you, too, Nancy. You see, now, careful there, because she said Merry Christmas, <gasps> which is fine by me. And, and something that I've learned to do now in Florida, growing up in Florida as I did, I always kept in the trunk of my car, although there's plenty of warning for something like this. But in case we heard that a hurricane or tropical storm was coming, I had a little duffel bag in the trunk of my car change of clothes some extra cash a couple of things like that you know now again a, a hurricane tropical storm usually gives us plenty of notice but it's the traffic think about how long and thin florida is it's the traffic to get out of there to get to someplace safe that's the problem so that's why i kept all of that stuff around in wyoming though it's a good idea like nancy said keep some of those things in your car i also like to keep even when we think winter is over, I keep a coat and a blanket. I've got to get some new ones here, but you know those uh, pocket warmers? You can, those little packets that keep warm, you know, you can stuff those all over in your clothes. You don't have to just, just put, they, they label them as hand warmers, but please, you can stuff them anywhere you want to keep yourself nice and warm. So things like that. I tend to like to do to keep myself, you know, just in case there's an emergency. Those things are in my car. All right. Triple eight ninety seven was the phone number. She's talking about that because we get into for northern Wyoming Wednesday, it it starts. By the time we get to Thursday, Friday, all of Wyoming is in a deep freeze. It's called global warming. Look it up. So we're like negative twenty, negative thirty like that yes some wind and snow comes with it so imagine what the wind chills are going to be and i do have a couple of articles about this storm system but that includes holiday travel 
is really going to suck. If you're not out of here by Tuesday, I don't care if you're on land or in the air, you might have missed it, especially if you're heading more east or southeast. You might have missed it altogether because it's really going to be nasty and a lot of traveling for this holiday is going to get shut down because of the system. So keep with us. We'll keep an eye on it for you. Don Day will update your forecast every half hour on the half hour. In fact, he's got a road report coming up. That road report extends into Thursday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as well. All right. I have two stories that I'm going to get up for you here. One of them from Wildfile. We're going to do this next. The headline is, Railroad Under Fire for Costly Decrease in Coal Shipments? Uh-huh. It's their fault for... Co okay, we'll look at that. Also, there's this one leftist Wyoming website, which I never tell you what their name is, because I don't want anyone to find them and read them. Do that, but I like to talk about them because they're low-hanging fruit. They're asking a question about Wyoming having a surplus of $3 billion this year. What will we do with the money? See, because they're leftists, right away they want to spend it. Not to say that Republicans haven't been good about that. Republicans have been very bad about that. But currently, the Democrats are far worse at it. We'll get into that next. 914. Wake up, Wyoming. why Facebook does this. It backfires every time. I am just kind of scrolling through social media in general, looking to see what's popping up out there. And when I get to the Facebook end of it, Facebook once again has blurred something out, warning me about the content, which makes me want to click on it. I have to click on it. At that point, I have to see what am I missing here, right? And what it is, is a city bus driver. I don't know what the argument is about, but some little punk kid throws a punch and hits the bus driver. The bus driver stands up and rains down punches on this little twit until the kid is laying over the steering wheel. The bus driver then helps him off the bus and then punches him one more time onto the ground. Now, why in the world would I want to miss that? Bet you that kid will never hit another bus driver. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Do you like Christmas? Of course, we all do. But do you also like COVID? <laughs> Me too. So we're thrilled to present a 22 CD box set of all your favorite COVID Christmas carols. For one easy payment of compliance to the government for the rest of your life, we'll ship you this amazing set, which includes... Fauci, baby, slip a vaccine under the tree for me. While social distancing. Fauci, baby, just give me all the boosters you have. What a classic. But that's not all. Each box set comes with some loose COVID to breathe in, motivating you to get that vaccine. And who can forget this holiday classic? I'll be vaxxed for Christmas With the shot in me 
Pfizer and J&J in Moderna by the tree. Brings a tear to my eye every time. So trying to think of the perfect gift from Santa? This set will have your loved one saying, ho, ho, hovid. Just listen to this classic song. Grandma just got COVID by Cuomo At the nursing home where she did dwell Now you could say that Cuomo's a good governor But Grandpa tells me that he's bound for It came upon the mandate clear That glorious dictator And if you order right now, the next COVID variant will be named after you. Step aside, Omicron, here comes the Jeff variant. Now that's a value you can't put a price on. Plus, you'll get this song. What variant is this that's spreading around? Is it Delta? I don't know. Is it Alpha? I'm not sure. Is it Omicron? So throw on these carols, gather the family round, and then shame them for gathering and not social distancing while this old chestnut roasts in your ears. Get rusty, boosted, gentlemen, your virtues on display. If Fauci said jump off a cliff, you dutifully obey. you'll receive all these hits and more. By watching this commercial, you are legally bound to purchase this CD box set. Refusal to purchase will result in re-education. Failure to be re-educated will result in a mind wipe. Mind wipes are a product of Pfizer Pharmaceutical. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, there you go. Uh, Bamlon B, by the way, put that one out there. And I do like, instead of Silent Night, it was Silent Media. <laughs> they had a whole list of them there that uh, you can get with this entire box set just in time for Christmas. Uh, I've been asked more about the Funny Fat Man song and the, the the Indian song. I will play the Indian song as we get closer to Christmas. Don't worry about that. I got that a couple more times. You can also go searching the Wake Up Wyoming website because I did post that song. It was just oh, was it last Thursday or Friday. I posted that song again. We'll probably alert it out again for you guys. So you can go ahead and save that one and also share it with your family. Didn't see you there. We all love this time of year, especially the songs. But let's be honest. Many of the classic songs we grew up with are just out of date for our time, filled with atrocious things like acknowledging differences in genders, celebrating the nuclear family, and appreciating traditions and history. Just like wishing people a Merry Christmas is obviously bigoted and outdated, it's time to bring holiday songs into the 21st century by updating them with political correctness. So we're pleased to introduce progressive sounds of the season, modernizing all those cherished classics you know and love, such as 
silent, mostly peaceful night. I'll be woke for Christmas. Deck the halls, fa-la-la-la-la lockdown. Perfect for while you're mixing those Molotov cocktails, holly jolly protest. One of my personal favorites, the little looter boy. Rioting around the Christmas tree. For all my Latinx compadres out there, Felice Antifa. One that's good for the whole family, all I want for Christmas is you to wear a mask. I'll be homeless for Christmas. The 12 days to slow the spread of Christmas. I saw daddy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, come all ye hateful. Santifa, baby, hurry down to Chaz tonight. And that California classic, it's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. We all have that one relative who's just got a disproportionate amount of holiday cheer. This album is the perfect gift to take that away from them and level the playing field. For three easy payments of $19.99, this collection can be yours today. But wait! Call now and we will throw in this tax-rich sweater for the small price of $69.99. This is a one-time offer. Our CDs and cassette tapes are ethically manufactured with union labor and will most likely work on your government-issued listening devices. But let's be honest, even if you don't pay, we're taking your money anyway. That's the most important part, I think, of that commercial there. Even if you don't pay, we're going to go ahead and take your money anyway. Which, to me, as more of the libertarian kind of guy, is the big thing. In a free country, you can be whoever you want to be. You can live however you want to live. Just a couple of rules here. Real simple. Just going to simplify this. A couple of rules. One, you're not allowed to force anybody else to live the way you think that they should live. You live that way, but you, you can't force other people to live that way. And two, you can live whatever way you want to live, but other people don't have to pay for it. There you go. That's it. That's all you need to know if you're actually living in a free country, which is why I say America has reached the point where we are now a the, one of the free-ish countries on the planet. Not 100% free, but one of the free-ish on the entire planet and history of the planet. 945, Wake Up Wyoming. Dated, but never boring. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-WOODS. Nine fifty is the time. Off we go into the ice box to talk to Frank Gambino. And real quick here, Frank, I came across a story that I want to dig more into. Apparently, Google Maps keeps routing people to close and abandoned roads in Carbon County. I'm not surprised. Okay. I mean, the way they, the way I don't know how whatever their algorithm is. Right. Sometimes it's not exactly. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even have names. It's fine when that happens to someone who lives there because they know the difference. The rest of us? Yeah. Tourists? There have been Forget about it. people who are tourists in Wyoming who have run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I, seriously, that's actually happened. Oh, no. That's terrible. Men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys cruising right along on the Boulevard of Mediocrity. They lost to Dayton in Chicago on Saturday, 66-49. Yes, their best player, Graham E.K., has not played all year, and he makes a huge difference. But you're not going to beat many teams when, when your proven, other proven scorers like Hunter Maldonado and Brandon Wenzel go a combined 4 of 21 from the field. UW shot 34% from the floor. Noah Reynolds had 20 points and 
Pokes really have not played even close to their preseason expectations. They're five and six, and will play St. Mary's and Phoenix on Wednesday night. In women's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowgirls lost to Nebraska and Lincoln yesterday, 66-39. The Cowgirls had five points in the fourth quarter and shot just 30% from the floor in the game. And when you're not going to beat too many teams when you turn the ball over 21 times. Nebraska shot 50% from the floor. Cowgirls are six and four. They'll be at Wichita State tomorrow. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos actually won a game. Wow! They beat Arizona, a bad team, 24-15. First win for the Broncos since October, so they're 4-11. and Backup quarterback Brett Rippon was in there for the injured Russell Wilson with the concussion protocol. He was sacked seven times but threw for 197 yards. Latavius Murray ran for 130 and a touchdown. And on defense, Justin Simmons had two interceptions. The Broncos at the row for L.A. to meet the Rams on Sunday. Also in the NFL, former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback and Buffalo Bills star Josh Allen, terrific. In his 32-29 win over Miami on Saturday, Allen was 25 of 40 for 305 yards and four touchdown passes on a wintry night in Buffalo. Plus, he ran for 77 yards. It was an all-star performance against a good team, so Buffalo's 11-3. Cincinnati's 10-4 after a 34-23 win over Tampa Bay as Bengals linebacker Casper Native and former UW guy Logan Wilson had nine solo tackles with a sack. He was in on 15 tackles in the contest. And in baseball, just hours after the Casper Horseheads collegiate team announced they would be ceasing operations, another team from the Independence League will fill the void. The Canyon County Spuds from Caldwell, Idaho will relocate to Casper with local ownership. The Spuds are moving to Casper to get close to the rest of the teams in the Independence League. Previously, they were 14 hours from the nearest competitor. So Casper baseball uh, will happen this summer, and they'll play a 60-game regular season starting in late May. And that's it. Okay, that feels good. When do they arrive? About May. (laughs) May. May. Okay. They're here for about a week, and then they start playing. Oh, okay, okay. So that means they're going to have to do their regular spring training. Yeah, well, and yeah stuff they're, like they're that. playing Just with college teams. I got you. This is their okay. sub, this is their summer job. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I was just wondering where do they get in shape and get down here. They'd, now they're gonna get new. They're gonna have to get new, new logos, I guess, or something. I, or? I I think they're just you know they can the, the logo can probably be changed a little yeah. bit. You know, we'll see what their uniforms look like. Maybe it just says spuds. Just bring everything as it is for now and fix it as we go. Yeah. Maybe that's the way. Let's just play baseball. Okay, play ball. Fine. Just play ball. That's play ball. It. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business, we have to take care. We're going to roll into news time after that national local update on the weather forecast. It's Wake Up Wyoming.